This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As I push record on this podcast and I get into our subject matter today, I'm looking out my studio window here at my house and it is sunny. I have the window open. There's a nice cool breeze coming in, 60 degrees. It is early May. It is spring. And this is the sweet spot in Illinois. There's like this late April to early June sweet spot and maybe late September to mid-October, and that that is where I live, that 50 to 70 degree and sunny out, that's what we have right now. And that sweet spot for me always includes covering a great Illinois golf program. Yeah, when the best weather of the year comes open, I go, oh, it's Mike Small time. It, it, it's time to talk about Nick Hardy, Dylan Meyer, Luke Guthrie, uh, Thomas Peters, you know, Charlie Danielson, or now, you know, Nick Hart, and I already said Nick Hardy, uh, Michael Fiegels, Giovanni Tadioto, Adrian DeMontachaster, Jerry G. It's just been such a great program to cover, and it always comes at the end of the academic slash sports season in the NCAA, and it's usually so much fun to cover because this team has been so dominant in the Big Ten and such a player at the national stage. And over the last decade, one of my favorite things to do is to cover Mike Small's program because, one, they're excellent, but, two, Mike is one of my favorite people to talk to, one of my favorite coaches, and, and I'd include Justin Spring into that as well because they take you inside their program and they focus so much on, on the mindset of their players and what it takes to get this out of them and just the daily struggle of dealing with the mindset because yes, they're good coaches. They can teach you techniques, skills, how to swing a golf club, how to dismount, right? All those different things, but it's that mindset. Um, there's a lot of talented people, athletes, obviously you have to have, be a certain athlete at a certain level, but um, you know, what makes the great ones great is on top of that skill, athleticism, is this mindset. And Mike Small and Justin Spring and Brad Dancer, we talked to early in the week, obviously are great at that. But I think Mike Small is the best college golf coach in the country. And what he's done at Illinois with all the disadvantages of weather at Illinois, of no history, um, not no history, but not a lot of great history besides Mike and, and Steve Stricker winning the Big Ten Championship. Uh, there's a lot of disadvantages here. And Mike has overcome those with his coaching, and then with all the results they've had, you know, Illinois obviously is invested in his program as they should, as he deserves. And he's got some of the best facilities uh, in the country and especially in the Big Ten in a cold weather place where you can't play golf all year. You simply can't. That's why every, most of the talent goes south or they go west. Uh, and, and Illinois is attracting Michael Fiegels from Arizona, all these kids from Belgium who want to come over after Thomas Peters and Thomas Dietrich had su such success here. Uh, it's been phenomenal to cover, and the success 
continues as Illinois won its 11th Big Ten championship in the last 12 tries. I have to use that word tries now instead of years because of the COVID year that canceled last year's Big Ten championship. But it was a pretty epic comeback for Illinois, which on Sunday looked like it was kind of dead in the water. Iowa came to play, and Illinois on Sunday, carrying a two-stroke lead going in, really struggled off the bat. And by about you know midway through the round, Illinois was down seven, eight, nine, ten strokes, and it uh, didn't look very good. But in typical my small fashion, they locked in. Giovanni Tadioto goes off on the last 12 holes, and he had been pretty poor throughout most of that tournament. Uh, but the super senior locks in, and then Tommy Cool and Jerry G and Michael Fiegels played phenomenal rounds. Adrian DeMontichastard, who's now the Big Ten co-golfer of the year, his score didn't count, but he was great the first two days and was in contention to win the individual championship. But Illinois comes back, and they had one of the best back nines uh, I've seen at the Big Ten Championships, and they were four under, I believe, and um, just a phenomenal end to it, four or five under over that last back nine. And they find a way to beat Iowa by one stroke. One stroke uh, in what, where there's 800, 900 um, strokes during that entire tournament. They beat them by one stroke to win their 11th and 12 years. And this is Country Club U Part 2. I talk with Mike Small about that championship, about this team. Uh, if this one holds a special place in the heart just because about how the roller coaster ride of Sunday happened. And, and we also look forward to the NCAA Regional, which Illinois has gotten out of a regional in 12 straight years, got to the NCAA Championships in 12 straight years, uh, and just how he feels about his team moving forward. We talked to Brad Dancer earlier in the week, Country Club View Part 1, my conversation with Mike Small about his successful Illini golf program is coming up next on the Illini Inquirer podcast. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, joining us now in the Illini Inquirer podcast is one of my favorite people to talk to and easy to talk to after a victory like they just had. It's Mike Small, Illini golf coach, now 11 Big Ten championships over the last 12 years. But uh, Mike, always always appreciate you joining us. And, and boy, um, this one was a roller coaster of a Sunday as I was refreshing my phone. Uh, what was it like on the ground at Crooked Stick on Sunday? <laughs> it was a roller coaster and uh, maybe a microcosm, maybe of our season a little bit. We haven't, uh, we've played, had a really good spring season, but we've had moments and stretches during rounds or tournaments where we just kind of um, maybe, you know, check out, as I say, if I can say. And uh, uh, this weekend was, was, was no different. We compete hard. We compete as hard as anybody, uh, any team I've had. 
they grind it out, but uh, attention to detail sometimes eludes us, and um, and it happened again this week on a few occasions. But uh, when Sunday morning popped around, the last round, um, I think we were all excited to play, but it just seemed a little tense to me. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it, but we came out a little bit flat, um, not not um, noticeably flat in the, in our body languages and things, but our golf shots are not on point. So maybe a little bit of nerves, a little bit of protectionism in there for us, trying to maybe these guys, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they felt a little more pressure um, because of all the years of success in, in the past. I don't know, but um, uh, just weren't on point. And, boy, Iowa was. They yeah. came out uh, with sights set on us, and, and they were going to take control, and they did for the first uh, probably eight holes. Uh, they flipped us pretty quickly, and um, we gave some shots back, and they played well, and um, we were down considerably, and then, uh, we just had a gut check and guys started getting a little momentum and try to clean up their, clean up their games a little bit and turned it around. And then the back nine uh, ranks up there with some of the best nines that I've uh, ever coached under the circumstances and what we had to do. There was no room for error, no margin for error the last nine or 10 holes. And, um, we still hit some squirrely shots, but boy, our competitiveness and our ability to get the ball up and down and our ability to make some putts was, um, was very, uh, it was, it was very high. It was, it was, it was, it was, uh, on point. It was very encouraging. It was fun to watch, and uh, came down to the last hole, and and we eked it out. Yeah. Uh, luckily, yeah. I, I want to shout out. I mean, I didn't get to see them, of course, but um, Iowa, as you said, did bring it. Um, what what was that like for your guys? Because sometimes, Mike, it you know sometimes at the Big Ten Championships, you guys haven't been pushed. Other times, you are, and it and it seemed like Iowa played championship level golf most of the way. They did. They played well the first two days, and we were still leading by two. Um, but they did come out. And, and in golf, it's, it's hard to, to pinpoint it or when you're playing because you're so focused on your own game. You're trying to take care of business. And we always talk about looking up the leaderboard, not behind it, and, um, and you know, looking what's in front of you. Um, and some guys, uh, we, we talked a little bit yesterday, some guys noticed Iowa's um, um, uh, toughness and their, and their focus that last round, and some guys didn't. Some guys came out and just did their thing. And um, so it, 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 I guess it wasn't spread out through the entire team. But the feeling around the the golf course was that was that uh, um, something was up, something was going on, and, and my hats off to Iowa. They're a good team. They got good players. They're well coached, and and um, you know, they've they, they've had a pretty really solid year too. Um, but me and my assistant Justin, we saw it happening. We're watching all the shots, and so maybe we were a little more in tune with what was happening than most people. But um, we were we didn't we didn't hit the shots that it was it was called for, and we made a lot of unforced errors. And, and Iowa didn't. And, and um, you know, people have come you know, in this run. There's been years we've come from behind to win, and there's been years that we've led from the lead. But um, people always come out. We talked about it this week to the guys. There's going to be a couple, two, three, four teams that come out ready to play and want to get this thing. That always happens. And Iowa was, was, was that team this year, and they, they did that last round, Jeremy. It was, uh, yeah. it was just solid golf, and, uh, but we helped them early too. We didn't, we didn't play well either. So sure. um, the vibe was is that, hey, we got a, we got a match on our hands here. This is something we got to take care of or it's going to get ugly pretty quickly. So, Mike, as, as I said, I was refreshing my phone at the park with my kids when you guys were about holes five through nine, and it was starting to sink in my head, man, it, it might not happen this year. And, and I know one thing from talking to you over the years is, is mindset is, is so important in all sports, but especially golf. What's going on in, in Coach Mike Small's head when you're down seven, eight, nine strokes to Iowa, and more importantly, what is what is your message, Justin's message, to the team while that is happening? 
Right. Well, in, in, in my mind, and I'm sure Justin's mind too, we're trying to problem solve. We're trying to figure out what's going on. Is it physical? Is it emotional? Or is it mental? With 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 each each individual person that was having trouble, and it's just part of sports. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just it, things you know people play at different times and good at different times, and 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 it is what it is. And in golf, I can't call a timeout and put somebody else in. Right. I can't sit them on the bench and say, okay, regroup, get your head together, and put them back in the game. They're they're stuck out there on an island. So we we monitor body language, we monitor you know emotions and, and how things are going, and we're trying to pinpoint exactly what's going on, um, and staying competitive. But you're right about hole number eight. I mean, we have two balls in the water on eight, and we're already down seven or eight shots, and and we just look, we we look lost um, as a team. Not everybody, but as a team, we looked kind of lost, and it was slipping. So you don't think about you're going to lose. You don't think that you're still trying to problem solve and compete. But um, things happen slowly in golf. You mean either you win slowly or you die a slow death too. And it was on that. It was on. It was, it was on a slow track to, to getting our butt beat. But. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, the guys to their credit, we, you know, just kept persevering. And then we turned it around on nine, we made three birdies on number nine, which was the whole start. And in golf, if you can make some, you, you know, you make a birdie, even though you don't want to be a product of the game, you want to control your space emotionally yourself, but that's very hard to do. So when something good happens, it kind of gives you a, a shot in the arm, a boast of, you know, boast of energy. And, and, uh, and that happened. And then uh, Tommy birdied 10 and then Geo eagled 11. And when that happened, yeah. we could sense this thing turning around and then we spread the word and, um, that's what coaches do. You have to, you know, you have to squelch the downturns. You have to kind of minimize those, but then you have to, uh, um, when things get going good, you got to spread the vibe because these guys are close. They're close friends. They, they, they support each other and, and they're, they care about each other. So when somebody's doing well, it's going to bring everybody up. Mike, I, I asked you about Giovanni Tadioto last week and, and boy, we got some of that inconsistency we've seen from him throughout his career, but that was a special back nine. Uh, I, I know he didn't end it on 18 well, but he, he felt like the catalyst, a huge catalyst behind that with, I think at one point he was about five under on the back nine. Um, what did you see from him on the, the back, the last 12 holes I think he had? Yeah, well, that's Geo. Geo cares. Yeah. He tries too hard sometimes. We try to get him to try less. We don't get him to not try. We just want him to try less. Yeah. And, um, um, you know, he has to find that level where he plays his best. But, we talked after the round. I mean, that was the key to the whole day. Geo was, but then Jerry and Tommy, you know, played really solid back nines too. Made some unbelievable uh, saves and up and downs. Michael and Adrian obviously finished in the top five, and they carried us all week. But that last round was because of those three: uh, Geo, um, Tommy, and Jerry. They they persevered. They refused to lose, and they held held it together the back nine. But um, Geo started it. Geo Geo got the momentum change with that eagle, and then he birdied the next. And we're all kind of out in that corner of a crooked stick where it's 11, 12, 13, 14, where you kind of see everybody. And that's kind of where it happened. So the, you know, the vibe got going and Fiegel's was relentless. And, um, you know, it was, it was just, it was just a, a total team effort all week, but, uh, Geo's was, was definitely the catalyst that last round. Can you, can you take me in? What, what did that look like? You said you could feel that vibe at that turn where everybody's kind of gathered together. Um, like, how, how does that spread? Uh, is it you running around, or is it just guys seeing and hearing other holes? Well, I think, you know, they see the coaches. I mean, we pick it up a little bit. We have to stay positive and on point, and, yeah. and, um, and, but still steady. We don't, have, we don't show a huge range of, emo- range of emotions, but they can read our body language. But, um, you know, when guys start making birdies and they start giving a thumbs up to each other across the fairway and give them a little fist bump and just kind of, you know, let's go, it, it kind of changes things. And guys don't do that. At least our team was not 
we're not a fakey emotional type when we're when we're struggling we're pretty stoic <clears throat> and uh, into ourselves but um you know we're not down and moping we don't allow that but when we're playing well you can tell there's a whole different uh different look to them um leading out in front they're getting on the tee boxes first you know whoever has a tee honors on the tee um is usually playing well and if they're walking first down the fairway they're playing well and that all flipped um we were we were walking last down the fairway the front nine and the back nine we were out in front and and um you know guys could just see it and um and then you know, obviously we spread it too but and i'm a coach i like to let my i i like to let my guys know how it's going and what the scores are from mm -hmm. time to time and our guys want to know that some coaches don't want everybody to know and just do your thing stay in the moment hit your shot and we'll add them up to the end well i believe team golf is built on emotions and built on momentum and ever since ever since i've been here i've had players that want to know what's going on now you don't think about that when you're hitting the shot and you check back out of that and you get back into the shot and, and get back into the moment the present tense but um you know in all, in all other sports there's scoreboards around and that kind of kind of you know affects the game and so i like to i like to uh to do that in golf and then with the national finals or a big tournaments there's always scoreboards anyway so it's good to yeah. get used to it and and our guys feed off of that so then I, I, I in that corner that you're talking about um you know we have some, we had some good crowds there some fans and some obviously family was there and clapping and it just it just got the vibe going but it, um, but above all else the guys were making shots that they, that they didn't make the front nine they were getting up and down. We hit it poorly the whole day, but some of the up and downs we made, a couple of coaches texted me after the round and said, man, some of those up and downs, consistent up and downs on that golf course were, were phenomenal. And that was the key. We didn't have our best stuff, but we got, we gritted it out and, and competed. And, um, you know, we just, we just got it in the dirt. We didn't, it, it didn't come easy. So our, uh, our competitiveness did it for us. And Mike, I, I would imagine, like, does, does this one hold a special place because it took that kind of, competitiveness and that kind of grit. I mean, that, that feels like your favorite kind of victory. If it, I'm sure you like every victory, but it, it just, it feels like this one might have a special place for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously we've, we've won a number of them and, and, yeah. and we also know that we may never win another one. I mean, that's, that's what motivates us too. We let the guys know that this could never happen again. I mean, you only get a few, a few shot, shots of this in your four years of college. So, um, you never know what's going to come next, but, um, you know, winning is winning, and I've I said it earlier in the week, and I, I truly believe it that you know what you do during the day and how you handle situations is going to determine the score. So you don't think of the end score; you just think of what you're doing at that moment in time, and that's what I'm proud of. Is these guys, um, you know, it 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 just it, it was the intangibles. It wasn't necessarily finding your golf swing that made us better. It was finding our soul, finding our 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 our, our mindset, and finding um, you know our, our what you have to do to to compete finding that um oh, what i'm looking for yeah just, just that soul that that yeah. determination that that uh, purpose and um and that's what makes me proud because you have to do that during golf there's so much adversity there's so much down town turns there's so many um things that can go wrong and really little things that can go right in golf golf is a sadistic sport man you get <laughs> it's so much negativity and so much beating you up that you have to persevere through it um, and those always outweigh the good things, the bad bounces, the bad breaks, the balls lipping out. It's always easier for that to happen than good stuff. So when you can fight past that, um, that's what makes a coach happy in my mind, because the, you know, the good shots will always be there. Um, but handling the bad ones and saving the bad ones is a big deal. And then using that to our advantage to actually gain on somebody is, 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 yeah, it's kind of, kind of up my alley. That's kind of maybe the way I'm wired a little bit. And, um, and I'm so proud of them for that. And that's something I remember a long time. I told them that. I mean, we've we've won some championships where we've played great and blown people out. 
and those are fun to talk about, but maybe sometimes it's the ugly ones that are the fun ones, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, as we're talking here, Mike, uh, Adrian Dumont Chassert is named Big Ten Co-Golfer of the Year. I know you guys have had many of them, uh, but what's that mean for, for the junior uh, from Belgium? Well, Adrian's getting better. Um, he's a junior, and he's only a sophomore. He's a COVID sophomore, so mm-hmm. he's got some time left, and uh, um, he's getting better all the time. He's got things he needs to work on, but this is just another progress for him, you know, winning that award. And he had a solid year. I think he was the highest rated player in the conference in golf stat ranking. So, um, you know, Michael, Michael had a great spring too, but I think Adrian was rated ahead of him on the ranking. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. Um, but, uh, it's just a progress. You know, it's coming to Illinois here is a progression. We want you to come in at some level uh, as a person and a player and graduate and always keep moving better and better. And, And that's our goal for our guys. And Adrian is showing that. I mean, he was—he's—he got better as a freshman and uh, uh, towards his sophomore year, and, and this year, and he's, he's just making progress, and that's what this shows. So I'd like to think that uh, the next year or two, he can continue this trend. But it's just validation of what he's doing. It's validation that he's doing the right things, and he's competing. Yep, Michael Fegels, Jerry G, first team as well. Those guys were solid all year, and NGO gets second team on that as well. All right, Mike. By the time I think we, we publish this, you will have uh, you'll know where you're going for your regional, and of course, you guys have made it to the NCAA championships for for a decade in a row more uh, here. Um, I think I know the answer to this question, Mike, but I'll ask it anyway. Does it matter? Like, did, does this draw matter to you as a coach? No, it doesn't matter. It, yeah. It's it, it's you know, would everybody have a preference of where they would like to go? Well, I'm sure, but you can't let that cloud your thinking. Um, we have to have the mentality that we'll go wherever we need to go and take care of our business. Again, we can't play defense on anybody in the sport. We just got to take care of our business and worry about our circle and things we can control. And when we find out where we go, we'll start going to work on that and getting mentally ready and and preparing for that um, for our games um, for wherever that is. But um, Again, it's nice to be in the mix. It's nice to be, um, you know, I, I, I would think we'll be a, a two seed, I would think, in that area. So that's a compliment to these guys. Now we got to go back it up and go play. And, uh, you know, wherever they send you, you got to go. Well, how do you feel, uh, Mike, about your team going into now NCAA regional and, and hopefully you get to a, a 13th straight NCAA championship? But how do you feel about your team right now going into it? Well, I always feel well, good. I mean, nobody, nobody has more confidence in their players and their team than I do. I mean, that's that's where it all starts. Um, but there is a level of accountability that we all have to attain and have to address. And there are things we have to do individually um, to get better for regionals. And we're going to start, we started working on those yesterday, actually. So um, I believe in them. It showed last week that we can compete on a hard golf course. We played three really hard golf courses in a row um, at um, the Purdue, Ohio state and in Crooked sticker are three tough, big, long ball buster courses. So we're prepared mentally for the postseason, which is the point behind all that. Um, now we just got to tidy ourselves up and gain some confidence in some areas that we're not very good at right now that maybe limit us. And if we can gain some confidence in those areas, then I think it could be a, a good run. But again, it's on us. Um, it's our responsibility. It's, it's, uh, we have to take care of this business and we're going to, and we're going to start on that. It was between five or 10 minutes, uh, of you guys winning the, the Brad Dancer and the tennis team won. Like how quickly did you realize that? And, you know, I, the country club, you moniker is kind of because of you two programs. Um, what's it been like you and Brad have been here for so long, had so much success, but to kind of celebrate on the same day there. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it, we're proud of the tennis team. I mean, I was here when, I was here when Craig uh, made his run mm-hmm. and kind of got this whole thing going. And it's something that we all looked up to um, and wanted to be on that level. 
Um, and the tennis players and the golfers are all our buddies. I mean, they kind of run in the same circles on campus in the same time during the day and schedules. So um, we knew what they were doing after, right afterwards that they had won, and, and our guys were fired up. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just something we're proud of. Um, but Brad is uh, Brad's my kind of guy. He gets after it. He loves to compete. Uh, no, no excuse, no nonsense, nonsense guy. And, uh, and that's what, uh, you know, my attraction to Brad is, but I, I respect him for what he does. And we're a big fan of the tennis program and yeah. we're all Illini. So you, you root for Illini till the death and that's what we're doing. And uh, we're excited for them for this next week. Mike Small, again, congratulations, Mike. Always appreciate the time and insight in your program and uh, good luck uh, as the NCAA regionals come around here. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate it. Call anytime. You know that. Yep. He's one of my favorites to talk to, and every time you talk to him, I sit there and go, man, I, I get why he's such a good coach. Like when he talked about it was about their soul, right? That's such a powerful word, but like that's that's how Mike feels about this sport is, yeah, there, there's things about a swing. You got you to gotta get those fundamentals down, but by this point, they have it down. Uh, it's it's about your mindset and it's about the soul of the game. And I, that just, uh, when we were talking, it just, that was like, wow, yeah. That guy's speaking to me right now. And that's why I don't play that game. Uh, that, that golf is way too difficult for me, but but I enjoy watching these guys succeed at it and, and talking to them about the process of being a good golfer. Because as most of you guys listening that have tried to play golf or play golf regularly, it is an infuriating sport when it doesn't go well. It can be pretty fun if it does go well for a couple holes, but uh, that might only happen for a couple holes. I appreciate Mike Small as always. Again, one of my favorites to talk to, uh, breaking down his program. And listen, I could do a podcast every day on Illinois basketball and it's assistant coaching search. And we'll do more of those and, and give you guys what you want. But I hope you do enjoy um, something different. Um, maybe something you didn't know as much about or a program you don't think about as much because uh, we want to give them uh, a lot of well-deserved focus as well. And uh, we've tried to do that with the non-revenue sports. And you know, Joey has a great story on Zeke Clark and Illini men's tennis. Uh, I had a story last week on Illinois golf, and we'll have more coming up as as the postseason continues and in all these other sports as well. Uh, we want to give you insight into them. So uh, I thought it was good this week after two Big Ten championships to give you some insight into why we do call Illinois Country Club U, um, which is a very good shout-out to the tennis program and to the golf program. So uh, hopefully you learned a little bit more about Mike Small and the golf program and you pay attention and you refresh Twitter and once they do get to the NCAA championships and if they have some success there, there's a little bit of TV, uh, but uh, it's pretty expensive to broadcast golf. And, and that's a shame because Illinois fans, they know they have this great golf program, but they don't see it very much, right? Like the, no home events, um, not a lot of TV. So you just don't get to see them as much. And I wish people did, but for the Big Ten Network, I mean, think of all the cameras, think of all the crew, think of all that. It's very expensive to do that. Um, so that's why we don't get to see them as much and why when people ask me, is it on TV? No, we're just refreshing golf stat. <laughs> but it is exciting to sit there and, and see this happen. And, and as I said to Mike on Sundays, I'm sitting there at the park with, with my kids. Every once in a while, I'll take my phone out, refresh it, and be like, ah, don't think it's going to happen. And then I get back from the park and I'm like, oh, oh, they're making a run. What's Geo doing? Right? So you don't get to see it, but you kind of get to see it and live it uh, through this little refresh on golfstat.com. 
All right. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Alana Inquirer podcast. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us, review us. We appreciate when you do that. Check out our newest hot board on the Illinois Basketball Assistant Coaching Search. Some uh, big buzz coming out there. Derek and I updated that this morning. And we have the latest, of course, on football, the position change for Isaiah Williams, Art Sikowski, what Brett Bielema had to say about him. And speaking of Illinois football, uh, we're going to have a good guest for you on this podcast uh, from Illinois football coming up in the next couple of days as well. And we'll get Derek Piper on the podcast as well to give us all his thoughts on basketball. That's coming up. But everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. Enjoy this perfect weather we are having in central Illinois, at least in my opinion. Uh, This is the best time of year uh, to get out and about, open up the windows, watch a baseball game like I'm doing with the White Sox against the Reds right now, uh, in a good mood as we have this going on. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time on the Illini Inquirer podcast.